Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. What did you accidentally send me? What's he going to do with the phone call? He can do a lot of stuff with a picture. <laughs> Don't just have kids haphazardly without thinking. Let's think this through. I had five kids and a wife. <laughs> you walking over there, leering over her, talking about how marriage stinks. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. I wish Lance wouldn't have ruined the game show that was taking over the nation. The price is wrong, bitch. All right. It's time for the update. Find out how the Cabo Cup is going. Um, Cabo, some of you may know, a very dangerous place uh, filled with cartel members. And John is braving uh, the danger to go play golf there. And now we're going to get an update. We're hoping the Cabo Cup comes back to Houston. That's everyone's hope right now. John, how's the uh, people have been asking, what's the update on Cabo Cup? Well, yesterday was uh, a practice round. Today's first round. <laughs> and the big matchup is matchup number one with uh, me and Martin going to be taking on uh, Shu and Justin. So everybody, I mean, Cabo is a buzz. I can tell you that. Practice round yesterday went well. It's important for Team Trauber to jump out this year. Every year, Team Trauber seems to uh, fall behind early, but then comes back. Would like to set the early pace this year and come up with some big wins today in Cabo Cup action and then cruise to yet uh, another victory, fourth straight victory uh, I'm looking for. This year, a four peak this year for Team Trotter, hopefully. How's the Cabo Cup fashion? Are, do people hate the shirts you guys came up with this year? The hats. Whose wife uh, picked the picked the fashion for Cabo Cup? It, it, the, I, I couldn't. I'm sorry. I, no one understands what you're saying. Okay. I I assume you guys I, are like the Ryder Cup, where some where you have team shirts design that you wear. Sometimes people like them. Oh, sometimes people no. don't. Did whose wife designed the shirts and hats you guys are wearing this year? Well, that oh well. Actually, this year, blue and gray with a uh, a white hat for the blue shirts and a gray and an all gray. Uh, it actually is looking pretty good this year. Mm. Not nearly as bad as years past. So, no, uh, no none of the wise. I think Chu designs the shirts. And, oh, no, there's a guy, actually, a guy who works for Footjoy. I love him. He... Uh, he brings all of the shirts, and that's his contribution to Cabo Cup. So, um, Lovey, not Gilligan's uh, Island Lovey, but a guy named Lovey, as uh, in Lovey Smith. He didn't, but it's not Lovey Smith. But he designs it, and uh, he's responsible for so it's a really not, nice looking shirt. So, it's not year. Lovey from Gilligan's Island. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. And it's not Lovey Dead. Smith designing your, your clothes. Retired. Thanks for that. Yeah, Correct. no, good, good. good. I'm the, glad for that clarification. A, there's another lovey out there. Yeah, great. So, right. is anyone like? Did anything uh, happen either on the trip there or maybe after the practice round that will have one of the teams maybe ill prepared for today? 
still prepared for today. Well, uh, well is, is there anyone who's maybe, struggling this morning? Well, there was there was quite a bit of alcohol consumption That's yesterday yep. by some surprising people. Actually, if you want to know the truth, obviously could have an effect. There have been in years past where I think um, uh, strip clubs have come into play. So I don't I don't think that's going to come into play at all this year. But 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 you never know. I mean, uh, high winds, strip clubs, um, uh, alcohol poisoning, it all could play an effect on, and have a great effect on the outcome of the Cotton Cup. So did not participate alcohol poisoning is a possibility for someone on the injury yeah, report? Absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That could, it could happen, and, and if it does happen, then obviously it's going to um, affect the team. And you know, you just gotta you're gonna have to be careful about stuff like that. I'm, I'm, obviously, our team is in a little bit of a danger with that with uh, me. So um, <laughs> okay, hopefully uh, you fight to, through. We it. have to we, uh, we have to be careful. We have to we have to watch and and and, and it could affect the betting line as well. So you know, we, you you never know how this is. You never know how a Cabo Cup is going to turn out, although Team Cabo has dominated. How does the betting work there at Cabo Cup? Um, well, actually, the, the team that loses has to buy dinner the last night, which is big dinner, a lot of, lot of uh, wine and uh, champagne flowing. And, yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, it, it, it's a great expense, so that happens. But individual matches have, you know, there are, there are also uh, there's bets. Like today, the bets will be flying between in that first group, the, uh, because it's a it's a group very familiar with each other, and we will we will definitely be throwing throwing dollars throwing uh, multiple dollars at it. So you have so yeah. basically you guys treat the other team like a bunch of NFL rookies who have to pick up the tab. That's right. That's right. If you lose, well, if you lose, if you lose, you have to pick up the tab on the final night. So that's uh, not too. Hmm. Do we do, do we have yeah. any insight on who the final pairings will be? Is that already decided, or will that be no, determined by it's play? A, it's like it's, it's much like the Ryder Cup. You have no idea who's going to be playing on the final day. Oh. All I know is that uh, Team Cobbler has, although behind, has dominated the final day. Singles matches, much like Euro, the Euros with uh, with uh, the Americans, the singles matches have been dominated by, by the Team Cobbler. So it's. Uh, but we're looking forward to not having that pressure, that kind of pressure on the final day. That's what, that's, what, that's what we're looking for in these first two days. Will the residents of Cabo be out? Will it be a raucous crowd? Oh, oh yeah. Well, there wasn't a parade yet. We'll see. But it looks like yeah, everybody's really excited about it here. Everybody. Um, well, everybody that I've seen in this. Everybody in that house. Wow. Everybody, Every, everybody in that house is excited. Is excited. About it. Yeah, I was just wondering who would yeah. be the fan favorites. Like you know, when when those when these things are played over overseas, obviously the Europeans have the, have their crowd back. I just want I just wanted to know will Cabo get behind a particular team and root them on the victory? Well, I probably speak the most Spanish, so our team would be probably the one that is Manny. Go, uh, is Manny the there? Look for. Is, me? is Manny on that trip? Your friend Manny. Man, man, he's not on the trip. No, no, but he's a standard too, and uh, they don't like them here. Yeah, no, so, no, they don't. Yeah, so that would be haughty. So how many people in total? How many people in total are participating in the Cabo Cup? Sixteen. Okay, and how many 16. guys are wearing on cloud shoes? Over under ten and a on half. On what? 
on cloud, those OC shoes, they're going to be hot in the Cobb. I guarantee you there's my number 10 and a half. It may not be golf shoes, but they're wearing them around Cabo. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Sweater so vest, don't you don't wear on clouds. You're not talking about Gucci, so I didn't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, sweater vest. Is there a, any vests? Are there uh, vests no. there? Well, at, at night, it's a, it, you know, it was 75 during the day, and then it was, you know, kind of breezy, and maybe about 65. So, so, you wore vest, so they wear vests. So, well, I didn't, yeah, they're, they're sure there's, I bought mine. I bought one of mine. Yeah, yeah vests and on clouds. Yeah, I mean, it's classy. It's classy, the, and it's effective. Is there? I don't know if, how how if the sun is out right now, how bright the sun will be. Will there be a guy if he takes off his hat? Will he look like that golfer who's got that giant red face <laughs> and the top of his Stuart hat? Is, yeah, yeah, there will be some stewards. There will be some Stewart yeah. sinks there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't need. Yeah, to. yeah. We've got we've got a couple of we've got a couple of uh, Stewart sinks on our team. As a matter of fact. Yeah, because if you're going to yeah. send pictures, I don't need Joel, them of the golf course. Joel and Kenny. Joel and Kenny both uh, are shaven, clean shaven of their, of their head. Yeah. So there's a possibility there will be some Stuart sinkage, yes. John will try to make us jealous with where he's at. I don't need pictures of that. I need your Stuart sink friends. I need pictures of those guys after a round. Yeah. Are you, and by the way, people want to know, are you drinking during, or is this a really serious thing? Like, are you drinking during a Cabo Cup? It's serious, so I am drinking. Okay. Are you going That's to have Canstead yeah. or Dublend? Are you also dipping Canstead or Dublend during the round? No, I do not dip uh, Canstead or Dublend. I'm, I'm not a dipper. He's but not. I do know people who are, and uh, I would appreciate if they would all participate with Canstead and Dublend. But uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, my guy, Martin, who I rode with in the cart, at one point said, Boy, you sure do drink a lot of beer. I said, Yes, I do. Yes, Does I he do. know you? What, do you, what kind you. of question is that? Or observation. What is he not seeing? We rarely ride together, so I, I don't think he realized the the ability, the, my my proclivity. Hmm. Ooh. So that Renee is this all about? we have to talk about? Is this how the show is going? No, we talked. No, we talked quite a bit, but we've we've got enough people asking we've about what you're good, doing. So we've done a lot of good sports. We stuff talked to here. Robert Flores earlier in the show. Yeah, I told you. Yep, Mike Mayock joined our show. So. Yeah, I, really I heard, I heard my yeah. yeah, a lot of high-end high end sports, sports talk. talk high-end okay. elite. Have we, today have we gotten the Jordan versus LeBron? Well, yet? no, no. Today it's generational. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. what does generational mean? Yeah, Lance, we were, we Lance killed can't off, leave it alone. Yeah. We killed off a couple segments with that. Um, they want to know, is there are there any awards at the Cabo Cup? Like, most drunk, most yes, obnoxious? there's a trophy. No, no, but no, do you have, have individual have awards? Individual awards. It's a team. It's like, a player of the tournament? It's we, not me. We're playing for Steve Trauber, okay, and we're playing to put our name on the trophy. That's what we're doing. And so far, it's five to three. This is the ninth year, five to three. Trauber leads, and we're looking for the sixth and the fourth straight. So um, that's all we play for. We play for the name on the front, not a name on the back. Well, okay, so much like the Duke Mayo Bowl, will the captain be doused in like ranch dip? As as tribute oh, for winning, like they do with Mayo at the Duke no, Mayo no, Bowl, we, we break open champagne. Okay, we, we break open champagne and spray it all over. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Does anything yeah. happen yeah. like with the They're Rangers uh, oh, minor no. league team? Oh, no. You know we're going to Who is no? There's no there's no towel <laughs> celebration. Who is the Michael Parsons okay. of your team? <laughs> 
no Micah Parsons, no, no Rangers, minor leaguers. No, Who treats their team? Do John, do you treat one of your teammates? John, do you treat one of your teammates like Micah Parsons treats his Penn State teammates after you win? Oh, I'm a good teammate. I'm okay. Good. He thought he was too. Who's the Josh Christopher? Who's the Josh Christopher and who's the Jalen Green of, the, of that team? <laughs> do the winners get to go Jalen on the loser? <laughs> <laughs> There's no Jalen Greenism going on, okay? All right. This is the ball. There's none of it. We got to go. Thanks for nothing, John. Thanks, Look, John. You ruined it all. We were trying to have a serious conversation, and then you called yourself Jalen Green. Thanks oh, for that. Oh, my gosh. No. Never said I was Jalen Green. Uh, Mar- um, no. Martin's nope. Josh. I, I guess Martin's Josh Christopher. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be either. No, I don't. <laughs> well, good luck. Martin Bring that. Not Josh Christopher. Go nope. get on Team Jalen Green. We don't want to see you lose. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, yeah, I'll give, we've got uh, today's matches. We'll tell you how it goes tomorrow. Great. We'll hear from John. We'll get another update on Cobble Cup tomorrow from John. Thanks to John Granado. Of team, I don't know. I don't. I can't. I don't know the name of the guy's team. But good luck, John, and don't be a Josh Christopher. Is all we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Win, win, just win, just win John. Just win. All right, oh, that's it. Done oh, with John. There's no more of that stuff. That's that. That is out of pocket. That whole. How dare he was. ruin our segment like that? We were going fine, and then he made us say things like that. Ah, oh, it's nine fourteen. <laughs> all right. When we come back, I got Keith, and then uh, I want to get into. I want to ask Why you a very serious I want to ask you a quarterback question. I'm going to do a compare and contrast quarterback question when we come back. 914 here on your home for the Cabo Cup updates, ESPN 975 and 925. ESPN975.com. Fighter of the night, man. I miss you, night man. So bad. currently taking advanced classes in thermal cryptonucleotides. The other takes remedial classes in buoyancy. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. 918-713-780-3776. I'm not going to save this for News of the Weird, but Britney Spears got banned from the four seasons after going topless by the pool. There was probably a time where that would have been like, whoa. And now it's just like, come on, Brittany. Now it's just like a crazy middle-aged woman. Well, I know she's dangerous. Yeah, and she's a dangerous person. I don't know if she's dangerous. Well, did you see the knives? But was she threatening anyone? No, but if you had been there, she could have easily stabbed you. Yeah, at points in my life, not that I was a giant Britney Spears fan, but the thought of Britney Spears being naked, oh, wow, look at that. But now it's like, oh, you're just an old lady who's naked. Not an old lady, but but a middle-aged lady who's crazy and naked. Yeah, Brittany has been going the Four Seasons in Westlake Village for years, but she's been causing a headache for staff recently. In the past year, she's been banned from the hotel, unbanned, and now is banned again. Some guests have complained about her going topless by the pool and making them feel uncomfortable, and her behavior is often bizarre and annoying. Well, I mean... 
she's been through some stuff. Yeah. And she she's has, and but... she's bizarre and annoying. So she's doing things that line up with who she is, at least yeah. at this point. I guess. I guess. I just don't. Yeah, the thought of her, like, yeah, just get her out of here. <laughs> Where do you want to put she her? She tried to knock down. Remember when she tried just to? Just get her out of here. Hey, <laughs> beat it. She's banned again. <laughs> I mean, you know who'd never get banned from a swimming pool right now? Who? Ever? Okay, Taylor Swift would never get banned from a swimming pool. Of course Beyonce's not. Beyonce's not getting banned from a swimming pool. Of course pool. not. Um, Dua Lipa's not getting banned from a swimming pool if they go topless. Oh, you mean if if any they, of those three? You, oh, you you mean well, if they? I, I, I've added the wrinkle. I yeah. thought they would never be in a position where they would do that. And go. You think if they were decided to be Britney now, Spears right now, men would be saying, "Hey, you got to get her out of here. This true. is this is making me feel uncomfortable." But if it was Dua Lipa, no one. It's it's going to be the wives who like yeah yeah. Is that your impression? Yeah. Of, of a mad wife with Dua Lipa topless. Well, do the wives have a point if a naked woman is strolling around while their children are there? Don't they have a point? Yeah, no, if kids are there, absolutely. But, but if they're not there, then look, I've seen the video for WAP, W-A-P. Yes. It's, it's a little rough. It is. But what does that have to do with Dua Lipa? Well, if you can do that in front of for millions and billions of streamers, but are any of them naked? Dua Lipa can't be topless in a pool. I don't know why you're leave her alone. This is I don't. I'm not pretending this is I because I know where this is coming from. This your obsession with Dua Lipa to, to potentially see her it. naked. It's my it, obsession with freedom of expression. So you for you're pulling. Right you, you know you're pulling the John here. What does she look like? Is what you're doing. Uh, this is your this is your elevated version of what does she looks like. What does she look like? Yeah, you're kind of catching me there, but yeah. I also have plausible deniability because Britney's dangerous and has done knife stuff but publicly. If, if Britney was dangerous and did nice stuff, but you found her attractive, would you mind so much? Um. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in, big into knife. People. But she only did knife stuff like once. She doesn't do it all the time, does she? I just thought, I'm just not a look. Dua Lipa, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I don't know who your who your third would be. The, well, I mean, listen, I can also we can also go down. Of course, I love my wife and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. is just yeah, you know, bit on the understood, radio. understood. But um, but caveats, what about caveats? We get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about like? But still, uh, Selma Hayek is now that now. See, when we talk generational, Selma Hayek She's is generational. generational. Yes, that's generational. Selma Hayek. Uh huh. Started when she was pouring tequila down her leg in the another Robert Rodriguez movie. And then to, to this day, Instagram, hey, look at me. I just turned 50. Look at me in this bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Is Jennifer Lopez generational? She's generational. I, I, I notice your generational bar gets a little lower depending on, not like the women don't reach Lower? It. Gets wider, I guess. Your, your, your range of who can be generational oh, gets wider. As opposed to athletes? Yeah. Jordan and LeBron, and that's it. That's it. And I'm like, well. Salma, Jennifer Selma, Lopez. J-Lo, but that's two. That's Magic and Jordan. I mean, that's Magic okay. and Bird. Mm. I mean. I, I got to think of more. I didn't see that John might say, well, you know who started Raquel it all? Raquel Welch? No. John might say Vita Guerra. She started it all. Started what all? Being attractive and Latina? Stop pointing to your backside. I don't want to ever see you do that again. She don't do that this. again. Stop pointing. Because it draws my eye. Stop doing that. That's when it started. Vita Guerra's like, all of a sudden, people like me and John started saying, hey, wait a minute. Maybe some other people are onto something. 
So what is, other people? You you think those guys? My friends, had, those my guys in high school who were on basketball. Those okay, guys had I'll the right idea. It. I really don't care. I'll say it right now. When we were in high school, uh-huh. riding on a bus to the game, or either before the game or after or, the or game, or you giving pumps matter. to the guys. No, I'm not on that team. No. Yeah, on yeah. your bike. Yeah, that's what I mean. I never gave pumps. anyone a pump on a bike. What, did you get pumps? No, I never got or gave pumps on bikes. Okay. That's how you you gave somebody a ride on a bike. You said, that's all it is. You said give a pump. It's called a pump. That's you what I'm saying. You made a big deal because y'all never heard of it because you're not from here. So you never gave a guy a pump? No, On Del. a bike? No, I didn't. <laughs> then why are you so up in arms when we didn't know what it meant? And we thought it was weird th- because that that was said. you didn't know. And everyone in Houston knows. And you guys are speaking for an entire city when you don't know. So you never. That's get, why it bothered me. So, but, so you didn't get pumps from guys. This is what I want to talk about. I'm not going to let you just play this game on me. Okay. I'm, I'm going to switch it. Okay. So when we were. No, I'm not. You know what? Now that I think about it, I, I don't need to do this. Which one? The I've Dak Prescott question? Let's get to the. Are you, go, are you going back to your generation? No, but like me and my friend Rodney would have a discussion. Like, why do you guys like this? And we say, why do you guys like that? And then over time, it started to become, hey, now I get, so know, the this I and the that. Get it. So this and that were white guys who like breasts and black guys who like butts. Okay, I'm cleaning. I'm clearing up for everyone. Just so he, the this and that. He didn't want to talk about it. but We'll talk about it. So Vita Guerra was the one that kind of alerted you that that the butts. The butt is actually something that's pretty cool to look at. I don't get it. You didn't no, guys no, know no, that? No, 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 You're trying to be reductive. I'm trying to ask you. No, what you're Vita, trying to be reductive. What did Vita Guerra alert you to? Stop pointing. But more, like more of it, more of it. Oh, the size is what you're talking about. Yeah, it's not out. I don't. You're you brought us sound, here. I'm just trying to ask you. You're making me sound creepy. You I'm are just telling creepy. You, I'm no, not trying to do anything. I'm just telling you that it was like. Hey, wait a minute. You, I remember John very vividly in 610. I said, look at this. Probably was a, ma- a, mag- a magazine. Or stuff. Look at this. Two, He's like, yeah. oh. So she is, opened your eyes. Who is that? So she, the shroud of ignorance came down when you saw Vita Guerra? We just became more open-minded. A couple guys just yeah. being more open-minded. Generational. Yeah. That's Trying new a stuff. weird thing to be open-minded about. Trying new yeah. stuff. Being yeah, open-minded exactly. about a girl with an... A nice backside. Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. Yeah, and I like my wife, too. It's not Big deal. Big deal anyway. So you can't clean it up at this point with, oh, I love my wife. It's too late now. You're done for. Latinas. I know. You, you have yeah, a See, certain, I always go You there. mentioned Vita Guerra, Jennifer Salma, Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, and your wife. All Latinas. Yes. Yeah. You, you have a certain. I got a type. Certain type, yes. I got a type. And my type, I'm married to my type 21 years. As I told that and, small yes, table of you're, you're girls hap- who are on their thing that y'all thought was creepy. And hap- I was saying, yes. love. Is love. Lance is happily married, everyone, just That's so you right. understand. So no matter what else he says, just remember, happily married. I have to live with going to Rhett Miller concerts and old 97 concerts twice a year, three times Do a year. Do you have to go? I'm not going to not go well, because I know how happen. much she likes a lead singer. Just let you Probably can... nothing, but I'm just going. So, do you like the music? It's all right, yeah. Rhett okay. Miller's pretty okay. good. So I hope you're not torturing yourself. No, 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 you no. I like, I, no. I like old 97s. Okay. I like Rhett Miller old 97s. Yeah, yeah, I like the music. And someone it. said they thought you like pretty feet which is actually a point that should be pointed to as well. Yeah, so? What, what, what? Generational feet do you like, too? Do you have generational feet? No, I'm not going <laughs> to. See, Sean, what happens is if Dell goes unchecked in this room, he can try to take you down a path that you don't want to go down. So This you don't... is what he does. You're a human ship starter. Am I? Yeah. So yeah. generational, you set traps nonstop. So generational Latinas, generational quarterbacks you don't buy, but you won't talk about generational feet. Because there's no such thing. All right. 
There's no such thing. You're trying to make it a thing. I'm doing this now. I don't care. Is it the Dak Prescott thing finally? Yeah, it's okay. finally the Dak Prescott thing. And now I got to find it on Twitter. Where was What I? is it? Why people dislike Dak Prescott so much? No, 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 no. It's not that. Here it is. Andrew Siciliano had this tweet yesterday. Reporter, what do you like about competing against Patrick Mahomes? Lamar Jackson, I don't like competing against him at all. Here are the comments afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar always with the no BS response. Um, let's see. Please don't play lights out against us. You read this, and how can you not like Lamar? Dude is great. He's the people's quarterback. This is the kind of answer that endears you and makes you normal. Good for Lamar. Damn it, that's why I like Lamar so much. This is the anti-Russ BS corporate milk toast answer. As a Chiefs fan, I like dude, just not this Sunday. We got this. Um, even if the let's see, as a Browns fan, this is my least favorite team. That said, these Ravens are going to destroy the Chiefs. Took a perfect quarterback. I don't care about that one. You got to love to compete against the best. Isn't that what this is all about? Ooh. I give this young man a ton of credit for being honest. Okay. This is such a good answer by him. He was laughing while saying it, but being honest. I mean, who doesn't want an easy win? Usually don't get that uh, with Pat, though. I love Lamar. Dude is a baller and relatable. Now, I like my quarterback better, uh, better that uh, he's a Chiefs fan. But I have to respect Lamar and the work he has put in. So everyone, Lamar is such a likable dude, such an honest answer. If Dak Prescott had said, "What do you like about competing against Brock Purdy?" I oh, it's Brock Purdy. That, well, okay, let's though. let's make it. Yeah, hey, let's come make on. it. Um, say I don't know Aaron Rodgers. He played against him. Okay, Aaron Rodgers and, and when he was with the I Packers. don't like competing against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he would have been bludgeoned. Yes or no? Of course he would have been. Even if he laughed, I don't like competing. And this is why he doesn't have winning DNA. They, yes. they would hit him with winning DNA. He didn't have championship DNA. There would have been shows like, should we be concerned about his competitiveness? Lamar said it, and it's, what an honest, what a breath of fresh air. The honesty. What a perfect answer. If Dak Prescott had said the same thing, and I know he's a Cowboys quarterback, but like if Dak had said that, he would have gotten murdered. Yes, he would have. Right? Yes. I, I'm not wrong on that. No, you're not. Because as I'm reading these, I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't. It's not that I don't think Pat. I think it is an honest answer. I don't really care if Dak had said the same thing. Though it would have been considered a sign of weakness. It would have because, as I said, Lamar had is in a nice little pocket for him where he is the people's quarterback. People love Lamar, whether it be analysts who who maybe for reasons they don't want to put out there are siding with Lamar on things because they don't want the heat of, of what comes if you don't like Lamar. Mm-hmm. And and he's cool, I guess. I don't yeah. I, I don't use the word cool very much, but that's where he that's, – yeah, that's, that's he the is. lane he is on, on Twitter. He's the cool quarterback. People like Lamar. Uh, he's, diff- he's a different type of quarterback than we've seen, and people are rooting for him to win. If Dak says it is – Partly it's the Cowboy thing. Partly it's past fa- failures, despite Lamar's issues in the playoffs before last week. He's had similar issues but to Dak's Dak. Dak's never been considered cool. No Dak, like- you know who Dak is? Dak really, has, his, a lot of his game is Warren Mooney. Where Warren was, was cool. I mean, there weren't a lot of black quarterbacks, obviously, when Warren played. But I was here for Warren the entire time. Warren was a great quarterback. He wasn't the most, like, he was not a dual-threat runner. He could. Dak will run when he needs to. Both are good from the pocket. Both of them, but there was something like Lamar is 
Well, people will just say, I mean, this is a real, this is like the realest dude, right? He's yeah. really real. But you don't get the same um, with Dak. Dak is just considered, people just consider him kind of corny, I guess. I don't know. Um, I think if the word, I guess people would say, some people, Lamar's authentic, whatever that might right, be right, to people. Right. They like Lamar. They think he is who he is at all times, and you just got to deal with it, and that's what they appreciate. Dak, I don't get the sense that Dak is fake. Uh, Dak's certainly probably buttoned up. Um, that's maybe part of that is being the Cowboys quarterback. You have to have a certain uh, image, but I think a lot of it has to do with the team he plays for, the playoff scars, and the narrative, right or wrong, that he's a guy who doesn't show up when it matters. Now, Lamar should have had that narrative around him up until last week, and he has another chance to disprove some of those thoughts about him. But it's it's been that way since they've entered. Dak had... It's not fair, but it no, is the way it is. It's though. the way it is. It's the way it is. Let's break it right here. When we come back, Five Stars is going to give us his thoughts on the big uh, championship games, AFC, NFC championship games. When we come back with our guy, Five Star, you can watch us on YouTube, ESPN 97.5. Go to the YouTube channel, hit live, and you can watch us there and chat with us there. Um, and when we come back, Five Star is going to give you some winners right here on The Big Show, ESPN 97.5, 92.5. It's The Bench. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Everyone loves our chicken pot pie. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. Nine thirty-four. Lance and Dell. John is on vacation. Joining us right now is Mike Tannenbaum. He he joins us right now. Five Star is going to be tomorrow. We'll take a look at the AFC and NFC championship games by the numbers tomorrow with Five Star. Mike Tannenbaum breaks it down for us, actually on the field and what we're going to see from ESPN. Mike, thank you for joining us. And right off the bat. This is, I know you guys do a lot of narrative TV on ESPN. That's just the way TV is. And I saw Lewis Riddick had a comment that I reached out to him in direct message because I really did. I like, I like that he said this. He said, you know, can't we just watch? And I know he's frustrated with some of the stuff that was going on with Josh Allen. He said, can't we just watch games? And every, like every game is not a, a decision to be made on this player is great or this player is the, the bad guy or the guy that's no good. Do you, you know, I, I wonder, do teams inside a building, I know it's a lot different. What are your thoughts on everything being so consequential, where every game, at least publicly and with the media, is so consequential for especially every quarterback that plays? And I know we'll have some of that for Lamar Jackson if he loses against Pat Mahomes. And if Pat, on the flip side, the consequences of winning would be, you know, phenomenal for his legacy. How do you feel about all this consequential stuff that goes on the media as it pertains to guys in the building? Yeah, no, it's totally fair. It seems like it's either like euphoria or disaster. Um, you know, both things can be true. Josh Allen can be a great football player, and they lost. And there was probably six or seven plays in that game last that if if, he, if any of those six or seven plays, obviously the field goal, uh uh, Stephon Diggs' drop, um, the game would have been different. So that's the nature of pro football nowadays. And you're right, we don't need to have a referendum every 10 seconds on the greatness of these players. Mike Tannenbaum joins us. Mike, okay, so let's get to that game. This is a, this is a Kansas City team that is unlike most that we've seen. It's really not. The firepower offensively is not the same as it's been, at least not consistently 
we don't see the same firepower, although they were going up and down the field. I mean, they didn't punt until, I think it was the fourth quarter against the Buffalo Bills in the last one. But this is a way different defense. And and my, my partner here, Dell, made a point. Boy, Sanford, the uh, Mike McDonald from Baltimore has done a great job against the Shanahan-style offenses. He goes up uh, against a a very good offense in Kansas City. How how do you think the, Baltimore, the, the Kansas City offense, as it relates to right now versus what we're seeing from Baltimore this year, how does that how does that pair up? Can can Pat hit a hit a switch, flip a switch? Or can Andy flip a switch, or is this just Baltimore's year defensively? Well, I think look, I think one of the keys to the game last week, guys, to the candidate was I thought Buffalo struggled stopping the run, which you know to their credit, you know they were decimated on injuries. I I think we're going to see more of that this week. I think the best way to take the crowd out of it a little bit, the best way to help those tackles is to run the ball. I think Kansas City will be balanced, more balanced than they've been in the past. And then, you know, in those high-leverage moments, yeah, of course it's going to be Kelsey. But I, I think Isaiah Pacheco, guys, is much more a factor in this game uh, than maybe, you know, the narrative heading into it is. So when you look over at, at the matchups in terms of uh, outside, you've got very good cornerbacks, obviously, and they're playing, they're playing great from a coverage standpoint. And you can slow down. You can slow down, I think, on the outside. Kelsey, you talked about Pacheco, but Kelsey, obviously everyone's waiting to see the same Kelsey at full strength and playing the same way he has in the past. Do you expect Kyle Hamilton to be a kind of a one-on-one defender a whole lot? How are they going to employ uh, and how are they going to utilize Kyle Hamilton in this matchup? Well, he, he's a great tackler, guys. And, yeah, he could certainly handle Kelsey one-on-one. But I think the other thing is when we see a lot of those short, quick passes, those wide receiver screens – um, Kyle Hamilton is a great tackler, and I think that's we've seen that him make big plays. And those are tempo saying plays because, you know, look, I've worked with really good play callers in the past, and they've talked about breather plays for the quarterbacks. And even guys like Peyton Manning or Patrick Mahomes wants to get in a rhythm. If you can take away some of those short, quick passes the way Hamilton can, that hurts the opposing offense from getting into a rhythm. We're here with Mike Tannenbaum. You see him all the time on ESPN. PN and we're discussing obviously the playoffs moving to the other side with Lamar I've seen Lamar Jackson have issues with zero blitz in the past he did he did pretty well last year particularly with the Dolphins and Josh Boyer's defense and before him Brian Flores sometimes they gave him an issue in 2021 2022 he was fine how do you tack him like we saw the Texans didn't get much pressure um, particularly in the second half that Baltimore ran away with it if you had your choice attacking Lamar Jackson knowing his his how dangerous he is when he gets out of the pocket. What's the best way to contain him and and kind of contain that Baltimore offense? Yeah, I think that uh, Steve Spagnuolo, typically he wants to blitz a lot. I think you try to pressure Lamar before. I think Kansas City has a fantastic tackling secondary. McDuffie, Jared Sneed, um, even uh, Justin Reed. So to me, like what you want to do there is Keep Lamar in the pocket, and then you really got to cover now because of the development of Rashad Bateman and the drafting Zay Flowers, and obviously OBJ, and you know seeing Isaiah likely come on, you know, with Mark Andrews' injury. So to me, you really want to keep this team one-dimensional. If Lamar could run and throw it, nobody could stop this offense, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. You got to make them one-dimensional, and then try to hold up on the back end. What is Todd Munkin? Have you talked to football people? Have told you what Todd Munkin has done. What has he meant for Lamar Jackson from a uh, from an X's and O's standpoint? 
I think getting the ball down the field more, Lance, consistently with accuracy, and that was the one missing piece to this offense because they had Mark Andrews. They always had the good running game. We knew Lamar with his legs, but as Lamar has developed, and, and you know, Lance, you, you cover the draft as good as anybody, and I do believe you know the tape sets the floor and the character sets the ceiling. That's what we're seeing with Lamar Jackson, his football character, his you know working at his craft. You know, we're see, seeing the ceiling with him. Todd Munkin, it's like the perfect storm of the acquisition of these players. Lamar continuing to evolve and making this offense really, really hard to defend. I think that's what frustrates me the most is there's an assumption that when a guy comes out of college, that's who he's going to be. Uh, and then sometimes there's an assumption that they're going to ascend to these great heights. Really, I, it, probably unless you talk to NFL people or you've actually been in one of those buildings, you just don't recognize that the work ethic, and that gets into the football character that you're talking about, your willingness to put the time in to do what's necessary, the desire to be great. I mean, that is such, and that's probably, Mike, from an evaluator like you were, and you had to make the draft picks. That's, I, I, can, I can watch it all I want on tape. I can't know who these guys are. How hard is it to know that Lamar Jackson's going to be that kind of worker or another guy is not going to be a great worker? You don't get a ton of time to talk to these guys. How hard is it for you to know that that quarterback and these teams that are going to draft quarterbacks this year, how hard is it to know what kind of football character guy you're getting? Yeah, it's 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 something that you work on your whole career and you're never quite sure. I mean, you know, like – like I like to put it is, look, you want to cut these people in half and see what oozes out. Like, are they a world-class competitor? Are they in it for money? And there's nothing wrong with trying to make a lot of money. Like, everyone has families to feed. But, you know, why do you pursue greatness? Like, what what, what is your why? Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming out about Tom Brady more and more. And the content to me is riveting. But, you know, saw something recently about the walkthroughs on Saturday night without the coaches, players only. And you want to know why Tom Brady was great? He took no shortcuts. And I have no idea, like, what Lamar's schedule is, but I don't need to because what I do see is a player that is getting better and better and better. And the only way you get better at anything, guys, is you have to work your tail off at it. Mike, you've made decisions regarding hiring people, and it's hiring season. We have the playoffs going on, but also guys are taking jobs and interviewing for jobs. Here in town, we have Bobby Sloak, who would be considered the offense, an offensive guy who has, who's done it for a short amount of time. I don't know what he is as a leader, but, and you have Rabel out there who would be considered a leader of men. What's the, do you try to find a balance? Do you have, do you have a preference on guys you want to hire? Do you want them to lead by expertise or, or lead by, or lead by guys who, or guys who can command a room? Is there a perfect formula in hiring a head coach? There isn't. And I think D'Amico Ryan's a great example. Like, you know, the narrative is going to be like, you know, hire an offensive play caller and, you know, draft the quarterback and develop. And, you know, look at the Miko Ryans where, you know, rookie head coach, rookie play caller, rookie quarterback, they had a great year by any step, stretch. So, to me, like, we were trying to hire somebody, we'd want somebody that could lead, build a culture, scale leadership. That, that's really, you know, the most important part of the job. You got the other side and San Francisco, Brock Purdy, who I didn't didn't look great last week. Uh, the Detroit Lions, and you know, you, we don't know what's going on with Debo Samuel. That's a big weapon that could be missing. How much of a chance do you give the Lions? This is feels like a special ride, but maybe not quite good enough to get over the hump. You give them a legitimate chance to go in there and win in San Francisco. Um, you know, it's funny. I think when we talk about like you know, position size of the ball guys, and 
like the excellence in the game. I'd say San Francisco is excellent on both sides of the ball. Let's say Detroit has an excellent offense, and I love Aaron Glenn, but that defense isn't the same as those other three units, so, and that's why I would give the edge to San Francisco. All right, that's Mike Tannenbaum. Mike, we're going to let you go. Sorry about the uh, delay previously, but love talking football with you and appreciate it. Look forward to watching you on ESPN. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. 945 here. We come back, news of the weird. I'm going to tell you right now, something that's not weird is underdog fantasy is treat Now, it's not weird, but it's something noteworthy, and that's that underdog fantasy is giving you an opportunity to win a lot of money, and it's completely legal right here in the state of Texas, and you can do it while you're watching your Houston Rockets. It's fantasy game. Do you know it went higher on points, rebounds, or points and assists went higher for um, – uh, my good friend Alper and Shingun yesterday. So if you had played higher on Alper and Shingun on points or assists, you were going to get the win there. And in a pick em challenge, is the best way to play. You pick between two and five players. So here's the best thing to do. Download the app if you haven't already. Download it to your phone. Use promo code Lance when you sign up and make your first deposit. You're going to, they're going to match your deposit up to $100, but you must use the promo code Lance. But also, you got a special pick. They're going to give you the special pick of higher than Point two five, you know, total uh, uh, points. For example, they had one yesterday for Steph Curry. For example, and I was looking at the lobby yesterday. They had two different opportunities for you to have po- over or higher, rather point five. That's a win. That's an automatic win. Let's be honest. You're going to get a win there. So they're giving you a win, and yet you still have a chance to win twenty times your original play if you play uh, on fantasy with underdog fantasy. But you must pick five players to win 20 times but even if you pick two you're still winning three times your money so this is a great chance for you for the games to be even more fun and you're involved with the games as you're watching the games but you must use promo code lance and you must be 18 or older and present in the state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerning their play call 800 gambler or visit ncpgambling.org ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. God loves a terrier. Time now for News of the Weird with John and Lance. Weird. Weird. John and Lance Weird. News of the Weird. News. News. Well, Dale, you're a uh, Gen Z, so Gen Z shoppers admit that I'm they... I'm not Gen Z. You just make stuff up about me. I'm not Gen Z. Your you kids are up. Gen Z. You made stuff up about me in that what, segment what, saying I wanted to, what did you say, what generational say? feet and all this stuff, uh, and no, I, said I, I want a pump and all that stuff. No, you. I said, have you ever given a pump? And you said, no, you you don't give guys rides on their bikes, not even when you were a kid. A whopping one-third. What's, your, what's the problem with that One-third of Gen Z shoppers admit that they prefer self-checkout kiosks. I'm not Gen Z, but I do prefer it. So they can shoplift. Oh, no, wow, not, you just self-snitched, Del. Good not, job. No, I prefer I prefer it because I, I do too to pay, but you know there's a limit to how many you can take in there. So a lot of times I don't. No, I don't use want it. to if I got the the yeah, big basket. Obviously, but if I take a if I got a small basket, a couple things, it's much easier and more convenient to go into self checkout. But I don't do it to shoplift. More than half of Gen Z said they prefer self checkout lines, but even switch their store of choice for the ease of self serve kiosk. I might actually too, oh, so but you not, made, to, not you, to shoplift. Did you make up the shoplift thing or that part of the story? No, that's actually part of okay. the story. Yeah, I don't need it for that. We have so many companies that don't care about their customers only uh, only making money. One sticky-fingered teen dish device. <laughs> so 
If we can punish the corporation, we feel we have done our best. Punish the corporation. You mean, just want free stuff. You're not punishing. Know, You're good. not actually punishing the oh, corporation. Oh, look at you out here making the world better oh, look, I took by this, shoplifting. I took some toothpaste that they won't no- ever notice. You're not huh. punishing the corporation. This is just news of the weird to me. Brock Purdy has a brother. Do you know what Brock Purdy's brother's name is? Chuba Purdy? Chuba Purdy. I knew that. He's a, He's been a vagabond quarterback who can't find I a know. spot to play. I know, but his name is Chuba Purdy. That. That's he, was at, he was at Florida State for a little bit. That's not appropriate. Chuba Purdy. Is that his actual name or is that a nickname? No, I think it's his real name. So He got, yeah, it's Chuba Purdy. That is his name. Who's Lexi Love? Who do you I'm, think I'm Lexi gonna Love I'm going to go by is? a name that I'm assuming a porn star. You would make that assumption. Because of that name. Lexi Love, but instead is a busty blonde AI model designed to attract not only with her stunning physique, but also engaging with paying subscribers in 30 different languages 24 hours a day. The AI model business is booming, and Lexi Love is only the latest example. Um, she is, <clears throat> let's see, UK-based startup Foxy AI, claiming she has generated around $30,000 in monthly subscriptions and that she has already gotten over 20 marriage proposals despite only being active since June 23. Apparently, Lexi owes her success to the fact that she was designed as more than just a pretty face, an amazing body. She can flirt, laugh, and adapt to different personalities, interests, and preferences. So here we have it. The movie Her was not that wrong. I don't care about any of that. I'm looking at the tra- the new trailer for Roadhouse that just came out. Patrick Swayze Roadhouse? Yeah, but Jake Gyllenhaal is the Patrick Swayze character. Nah, I'm not buying you're not, it. You're not buying it? Not buying He's that. slapping some dudes around right now. He's still not buying it? No, are you buying this AI model for no, thirty? Del, I'm not be honest. It. This sounds like this could he, be you. Oh. You don't have to leave your home. You get to be a subscriber to somebody who can like what you like. Which I don't is, want an AI model. I don't want an AI model. I'm not thirty thousand dollars a I month. Even, an AI model. I, I I don't want to. I don't want to ask a real woman to marry me. I'm going to ask a fake person to marry me. Why am I doing that? I just. Why can't I invent? So you don't like buy this? the I fact that so much money wasn't didn't Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't he in a movie where he was a where he was a UFC fighter? Yeah, I don't buy Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, doing in, the, in 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 this movie, he's a washed wasn't, up UFC fighter. Was he Spider Man or no? No, was he, he was, one of them. He was he was a villain in one of the Spider Man movies. Okay, he was a he was a he would drive around at midnight trying to film graphic wrecks or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. And, he was Nightcrawler, yeah. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Ironically, a Marvel character name. Yeah, Nightcrawler, but not that Nightcrawler. But not that. No, he didn't. He didn't teleport from place. No, of, he had to from, take his car from crime scene to crime <laughs> scene. No. Are you afraid of bad weather? Does bad weather scare you? It doesn't scare me. Does thunder scare you? Thunder in itself, if it wakes me up from a nap, sure, but it doesn't scare me. Have you ever called nine one one and reported a no. bogus burglary so that they would come over and and, <laughs> and do comfort what? you? No, comfort you because you were scared of the weather. I don't imagine EMTs comforting me. No, comforting well then you're me, no. not like. Kelly Genebria. Obviously not. Because she's from Johnson City, Alabama, and she called emergency dispatch in her hometown of Dotham, uh, Dothan on January 9th, claiming there was a burglary in progress. Progress. When the officers arrived at her house, they quickly determined no break-in took place. She reported that in order to get police to respond to her residence quicker due to her being afraid of the weather. Hmm. Would it surprise you that McGregor's the villain in this Roadhouse movie? Keep going back to this roadhouse. Because I'm watching the trailer while you're Keep talking. Keep going back to the trailer. When a, now, this is one that I feel like... I I feel like John's done this one I'm in sure different varieties. I'm sure. Well, it's just different varieties. 
excessively farting passenger forces American Airlines flight to turn around. I think he, he has had done diarrhea. That. He, he did do that. Was it? He did the diarrhea one. Did, well, I this think is he January twenty fifth. I think he. Well, then I guess he didn't do it. I got news for you. Beat the hell out of that passenger. Don't turn around. If I have to, if I'm on a plane that has to turn around and I get jacked up on whatever I'm supposed to be doing and going because somebody won't stop farting. Go, let that guy sit in the toilet. Wait the a minute, time. is that reason enough to turn around a plane because someone won't stop farting? That's what I'm saying. How does that get a plane turned around? I can around? promise you, Spirit's not turning around. What Aero- under any circumstances? Spirit has in-flight fights, and they got to get to their destination. I respect it. Yeah, I do too. American Airlines, like, well, that's is just because uh, disgruntled so passengers smelly farts. So farting is worse than the baby crying the entire flight. Before most, no, no, it isn't. Before most people had boarded. I observed that this man was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover, rough day, I don't know. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like bleeping hell or something. After the majority of the passengers had boarded, the man reportedly exclaimed, you thought that was rude. How, well, how about this smell? And proceeded to gas people up. Ooh, to know that you got a, one in the chamber. I do that to my kids, but you don't do that on a plane. Don't admit to that. You, you, you fart box your kids. Don't admit to that. You punish your kids with your own with your farts. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's what I you mean, do. You don't know that you're not a dad. You're As right, a dad. You do that. The, you just don't do it in front of your wife, but you do it to the mm. kids. And then when they tell your wife, you go, "What? That's a lie." The man who just purposely farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, "Yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time." The post wrote. A guy in the row over replied, "If you don't like it, you can fly private." To which the fart man says, that's so effing rude. And another person nearby chimed in, I think we'd all agree, you're the rude one here. Why are y'all having a conversation with this farter? So a guy was upset. That's it. We're turning it around. A guy was a, like, a, like a dad would. So a guy was upset about the smells, the food was, the smooth, the food, the smells yeah, emanating like from the food. Smell of food. So he goes, so oh he yeah, farted. watch this. Sounds like something John would do coming back from Cabo Cup. That's got to do it for us. Paul Galan is up next. Thanks to Sean. Thanks to Dell. Thank you, Mike Tannenbaum, for coming on the show. And thank you for those of you who participated in said show or listened. We will be here tomorrow. Uh, Five Star joins us tomorrow. And uh, you guys can check all of the shows on YouTube at ESPN 97.5's YouTube page. Just hit live and you can watch and in. Go back and forth with all the different Certainly. hosts right here. And Paul, Paul Gallant's up next. He's very interactive. He will talk to you guys. So st- stick with the YouTube. Yeah, go ahead and stick around. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. Bye, bitch.